This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hello Bello. It's always a struggle when you're shopping as a mom to have to choose between what's best for your baby and what's best for your budget. Of course, we want the best of the best for our babies, especially when it comes to products that you're going to be putting directly on their skin, but we also don't want to break the bank account at the same time. This is exactly why Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard co-founded Hello Bello, which is built on the simple idea that all babies deserve the best, which is why they offer premium baby products at affordable prices. Their diaper bundling service lets you choose from a ton of fun designs with new designs being released every season. The lovely people at Hello Bello wanted to give the Mom Room podcast listeners a discount. So right now, if you go to hellobello.ca and use the promo code THEMOMROOM at checkout, you'll get 25% off your diaper bundle order. That's a huge bang for your buck and a lot of potential blowouts saved. That's hellobello.ca with the promo code THEMOMROOM to start bundling with 25% off your first order. With their bundling service, you will get seven packs of diapers, four packs of plant-based wipes, and one free full-size product with your first order. Plus, you can get 15% off any add-ons like bubble bath, lotion, shampoo, hair detangler, and I always get asked what we put in Milo's hair because his hair is fabulous, and that is what we put in, the Hello Bello hair detangler. You guys will love their products. So don't forget, it's hellobello.ca with the promo code THEMOMROOM. Um, anyways, okay, so today we're talking about, this always happens too. I, you know, last week I was thinking to myself, what is my podcast episode going to be about next Tuesday? And then something happens, usually on TikTok, and I'm like, well, there you go. There's my topic. So I made a TikTok about this situation that my husband and I had yesterday morning. Uh, and the situation was this. I'm going to tell the context. It, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. This could have been a one-off and like, it doesn't matter, but I'm going to share the context in this episode anyways, just in case people are curious. But so on Sunday morning, which was yesterday morning, my husband said, and on Saturday I had already told him, I said, tomorrow I'm repotting my plants because I bought soil probably a week and a half ago and it's just been sitting in the front entrance and my plants are filled with bugs <laughs> okay and I sit at my desk and there's fucking bugs flying across like in my line of vision and I'm like oh fuck I need to repot these plants but it seemed like a daunting task and I was nervous to do it but anyways on Saturday I said tomorrow I'm getting up I'm having my coffee and I'm repotting my plants and he was like go do whatever you want, babe. Like, that's not okay. Fine. We'll just sit here and chill. So I'm like, okay. So Sunday morning I wake up, I have my coffee. And as I'm in the kitchen getting like my second coffee or whatever I was doing, my husband, I hear him say to Milo, Milo, you want me to make you some French toast? And I turned and my reaction, and I'm not saying this is the proper way to react (laughs) or communicate with your partner. I was like, do you have to make him a big breakfast every Saturday and Sunday that requires maple syrup to be like 
slathered all over it. And he was like, you know, just kind of shocked, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and he was like, okay, geez. And how dare you make a delicious breakfast? <laughs> and the previous day, so on Saturday morning, he had made pancakes. And we both had pancakes, Milo and I. My husband, let's put this out there too. He doesn't even eat the breakfast that he makes. He doesn't. He doesn't eat breakfast. So we had pancakes on Saturday and I'm like, Jesus Christ, now you want to make French toast. So then I turn around because he didn't, you know, he didn't come back with anything. So obviously I had to keep going. I was like, are you obsessed with cooking or something? Obsessed with cooking because he made two breakfasts. Also on the Saturday, he made hamburgers from scratch. And then he also made like a homemade potato salad. And, you know, it takes time to make this stuff in the kitchen. And then who is left to entertain Milo and do toddler things? Me, all the time, when he's cooking. Yeah, and he can't leave a mess. No, he cannot leave a mess. Again, something that on paper sounds wonderful. Wow, like he cleans up after himself. I sure as hell don't. He cleans up my messes when I'm in the kitchen. Um, But I can tolerate a mess in the kitchen for a while. He cannot. So anyways, that was the context. And so then I, yes, I said, are you obsessed with cooking or something? And he was like, okay, babe, I won't make French toast. And then I was still in the kitchen and I thought about it and I'm like, okay, that was a crazy response to (laughs) Milo. Do you want some? A really nice breakfast. (laughs) And in my mind, I was thinking, you don't care about the maple syrup at all. Uh, My plan yesterday, like Milo and I made peanut butter cookies that were full of sugar. So it wasn't that. I just reacted that way because I was pissed that I wanted to go and repot my plants. And I knew if he was in the kitchen making French toast and then cleaning up his whole big mess. Yeah, it was going to be a couple hours. It was going to be a couple hours and I wouldn't get to go repot my plants. Another thing that I should put into context is on Saturday, after he made the pancakes, cleaned up the kitchen, he went and showered and he left to go to the hospital when he was not on call this weekend. He shouldn't have been going into the hospital. So that's another thing where he was gone half the day yesterday. The stage was set for you to get pissed about this. Oh yeah. So anyways, I made a TikTok about this. Just, I titled it something about communication in a marriage because after I... Uh, reacted poorly, I explained to him why I reacted that way. So I said, I, you know, my vision for this morning was that I was going to wake up, have my coffee, and then I was going to get all my stuff ready and repot my plants in my office. And he just simply said, okay, babe, go, go do what you got to do. Like, that's fine. So in my mind, I knew I literally just had to verbalize that to him and it wasn't going to be a big deal. So Anyways, I made a TikTok about this. And then, of course, this morning I woke up to read the comments on said TikTok because I knew there would be comments that were special. Always. And yeah, and I was like, wow, this should be the topic for the podcast on Tuesday because there were three kinds of comments. The three kinds of comments that I got. So the first one was the, at least your husband does this. And then a lot of those also then went on to explain how their husband is, which, you know, I'll read some of the comments later, but some of them were like, my husband sleeps in till 11 a.m. and has never made a meal or never takes care of our child. And it's hilarious because it's not hilarious, it sucks, but it's funny that my husband was reading those TikTok comments this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, I'm going to go on and like all those comments. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he was like, oh yeah, 11 a.m. And the best part is some of them were saying how their husbands play on their Xbox all day. And yeah. I bought my husband an Xbox a couple years ago. He's used it once. Oh I was like, gosh. it was just funny to see those Xbox comments. He's like, that's it. I got to take up my Xbox. <laughs> So anyways, those were, there were those comments. Then there were comments, um, obviously most of the comments of people relating to how I was feeling and, um, being supportive of it. And then there were people like you, Kathy, who were just shocked at all the, at least comments. (laughs) (laughs) They did not pass the vibe check. The husbands didn't pass the vibe check. (laughs) Yes. Which when I shared them on Instagram, a lot of people were like, wow. So anyways, I don't have a problem with people sharing their situation with their husband. It's the fact that they turn it around so that it seems that me communicating what I want to do or get done to my husband on a Sunday morning is a bad thing. Someone said my priorities, obviously my priorities are not right. And I was like, bitch, my plants are dying because my priority (laughs) has been Milo and uh, doing stuff around the house. Can I just take care of my plants? Like, look, you've had quality time with Milo for 10 months of a pandemic here and like ongoing for his life. Like if you can't take an hour for an activity for yourself, then like what's wrong with people? My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Can you relate to the feeling of your husband doing things that on paper are great and that you don't necessarily want him to not do, but at the same time, like sometimes always, yes, always, always. Like I'll have an idea that I want to have a bath or organize Addie's drawers or something like that. And it's a good time for him to like, want to go put things away in the garage. Yeah. No, I have an organization plan or maybe I want to like go clean co tide and bleach, you know, the tiles on the floors because I have a little burst of energy and like, let, let me take 30 minutes to do that. And it's like, Oh, just, I just have to, I don't know, write a work email or something like that. But it's like, you can write emails at nighttime. Mm-hmm. How do I have to do everything at nighttime? So yeah, for sure. Something I really started to notice this during quarantine, obviously, because right now with Milo being in daycare, I have more time to do things that I want to get done. So it's less likely that on the weekend, there's things that I really need Need. to get done. Um, Except for the potting of the plants, because I just felt like it. And I was like, if I don't do it, then it's just never going to get done. But yeah, so in quarantine obviously everything was just like amplified because I was stuck at home all the time and Milo was home and my husband still had his regular job. Um, So he was out of the house doing stuff, but then when he would come home and cut the grass or clean the cars, I would rage because, okay. So the book that I'm reading the how not to hate your husband after kids. Yeah. One of the very first chapters, she talks about this um, research has shown that the majority of the household tasks that husbands do are things that take them out of the house. Yes. Which is so interesting. So that's what was happening to us. And to be honest, I had never cut grass before. And then in quarantine. Ever? Never. My dad always did it growing up. I've never cut grass before. Oh my God. And so we don't have grass, so it's not a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's not true. We have a little patch now. Yeah. For years, I was in condos and apartments. And so that wasn't even a thing. But then it started to become very noticeable to me that I would like to go cut the fucking grass. And so he like showed me how to do it. It was super simple. Like, come on. Yeah. It's easy to cut grass. Yeah. And then I started to do that because, but I had to figure out why I was so annoyed when he would go cut the grass or go clean the cars because then it was just more of me being stuck in the house, taking care of a toddler or like entertaining him or watching, you know, Peppa Pig. And I just wanted to go out and do something. For sure. And I bet it was probably a little extra annoying when it was something like go clean the cars because that's not something that you view as a necessary task. Unlike cutting the grass. Yes. 
even the grass i'm like i don't fucking care let it grow like i would rather you be inside for the next like hour and a half or helping me than to go cut the friggin' grass i like, like the i don't want the grass tickling my ankles but <laughs> tickling my ankles but you can go through a car wash yeah this exactly oh my god but my husband enjoys with milo in the car like go take him yes. out and go through a car wash and bring home a latte absolutely yeah and that's so funny because he thinks certain things are important that i do not yeah perfect example is the cars being clean like i could give two shits every once in a while i'll go through a car wash when i feel like i have time and you know i think about it but yeah, we have different priorities. Whereas I want to spend time, like you were saying before, like you want to super clean the bathroom and clean the grout yeah. and the tiles. He would never even think to do that. Or I want to do quality time with my daughter, but yes. as a family where we're sharing care tasks throughout the day. And I want to spend time, all of us together, where neither of us really feel like we're on a vacation, but neither of us really feel like <laughs> the default parent in that situation either. Yes. So it's like, no, you don't need to cut the grass. Like, let's just hang out together. Another task is the grocery shopping. Before, I didn't care. my Because again, I was finishing up school. Milo was in daycare. I had free time to do stuff. And so my husband would pick up groceries on his way home from work. But in quarantine, and even now, I think on weekends, he'll ask me, do you want to go get the groceries? Because he knows that that's sometimes something that I enjoy doing. And I just want to get out of the house and listen to a podcast and yeah, yeah go do groceries. And like, while he does have a heavy duty job as an essential worker in healthcare, he is getting out of the house daily. And interacting with adults. And yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure, yeah, his job is very stressful, but it's hard for me. I think sometimes I don't acknowledge that as much because of his temperament and his personality. Hmm. He doesn't come home like all stressed out. Like he's, you know, he could have just went and played golf for all I know. Like, because that's how he comes home, which is super lucky. Like I'm happy. Same golf, same lives, <laughs> yeah. same thing. Removed a kidney, <laughs> got a hole in one, whatever. Fixed a broken penis. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. I wanted to read some of the comments that were on TikTok. So I'm sure most, most of the people listening follow me on Instagram. So they probably know the TikTok and have read these comments, but just to reiterate. So someone says, it's nice that he wanted to make breakfast. I don't know. He can watch the kid and make breakfast. No, never. That would never happen, especially when the <laughs> stove is involved. Uh, and you can pot your plants alone. Well, that was the, that was the goal. Uh, and then someone says, or maybe the plants could have waited. No, they couldn't. They've already been waiting. And, it wasn't and about it, the plants it waiting. Wasn't about it's the about plants. you waiting. It's yeah. making you wait, not the plants. Of course the plants can wait. But it was something that you had predetermined as an activity that you were going to do that morning and you were looking forward to the little plant vacation. Exactly. Um, so somebody else says... That doesn't take away the fact that it is nice that he wants to make breakfast. A lot of people is like, wow, you're so lucky that he makes breakfast. And you like, are, but that doesn't change the fact that but it's, it's, it's still irritating that it interferes with your plans. I feel like by saying that I'm lucky that my husband makes dinner and cooks breakfast implies that it's my job. 
Would you agree with that? Perhaps, even if it doesn't do that, but I think it does. But even if it didn't, what it does do is minimize how you feel in a situation and you're allowed to feel your feelings. Yeah, and what I wanted to do and had planned to do. And communicated in advance what Mm -hmm. you wanted to do. This wasn't a, oh, well, now that you're going to do this, I want to go do this. Yeah. In quarantine, we started to make more of an effort to tell each other what we wanted to get done or do that weekend. Yeah, we do the same. Yeah, like the weekend all of a sudden shows up. And I think both people have these expectations of what they want to get done. But if you don't communicate that to the other person, then how do they know? So then we're both wanting to do things like, and so you have this silent war between, between you, you're both trying to get stuff done. Yeah. And then some people were like, oh, I'm glad that you were able to understand and communicate because I think most people or a lot of the times people would have that initial reaction that I had and then not reflect on why you had that reaction and instead would be like resentful or, you know, of like, I know why I'm having that reaction, but it's the, the communicating, like I had this plan. Yeah. And like, I know myself, I am someone who will, if I make a plan, I need the plan to go pretty close to the plan. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. And I understand like variables come up. Like if I got up and that was, I was going to repot the plants and then Addie started barfing everywhere, I would be annoyed, but also concerned, (laughs) (laughs) but also concerned. And like adjust my day accordingly. Like that was something completely unexpected. Yeah. But you making French toast. Unnecessary. Isn't unnecessary for one and not unplanned and unexpected. Like I can't roll with that the same way I can roll with something that like you can't help. No, like you can't control. Somebody said something like, oh, he just wants to make breakfast, you know? Uh, And I, and it's just, and it's your plants or something like that. I was like, my plants have waited long enough. They're bug infested and Milo can have fucking toast for breakfast and a banana. I made it in 30 seconds and it was fine. Fucking throw a couple of pieces of bread in the toaster and drizzle some maple syrup on it. Exactly. Cause it wasn't about the maple syrup, you know? This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. 
you quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right, the quality is unmatched, you are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner. They have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Um, so, okay. I also received messages on Instagram, which was interesting. Someone says, I totally understand this. Even though my husband is helping, he's now occupied doing cooking and leaving me to not be able to do what I had planned. In my case, things are, my things are always put last, um, or I never have a chance to do them because he's doing his things. So I totally understand your frustration. Um, And then someone else says, I'm totally with you here. It is lovely that he wanted to make breakfast, but also he is the dad. And of course he should cook, but it is something he obviously enjoys and would get to do alone. Uh, (laughs) Someone said, I feel so bad for these moms. If mine didn't respect me and help, I hate saying help because it implies it's my responsibility. But anyways, I wouldn't be with him. Yes, I am a full-time mom to a four-month-old. No, it's not my job to take care of the house. It's not the 50s anymore. Do I do most of the housework? Probably, but when my husband is home, it's 50-50. This rages me. My dad was like this with my mom. He would get up from the table and leave his plate with a very angry emoji. (laughs) So there's a TikTok going around that is you can stitch it, which means you take the first like five seconds and then you add to the clip. Yeah. And you know, you've probably seen them where people are like, uh, share with me the most valuable thing someone told you in your life that you still the, think the best about life today. Hack. Yeah. yeah. All these things. So there was one that said, tell, what was tell me a time when you realized the bar was so low for men. Yes. And so like some are humorous, some are legit shocking. Some are, you know, insightful, thoughtful. Um, and this would be my answer would be like that time that I put out a TikTok where I just communicated what a task that I wanted to do for an hour and people shit all over me because I didn't let my husband make French toast. <laughs> oh, shit. And they were mad at you because their own husbands don't engage in those types of activities. So like I can see from their perspective, like, well, this one time, this miracle time that your husband was going to cook you breakfast, why didn't you just say thank you? Yeah. Oh, thank you, my dearest husband. Yeah. <laughs> and, and accept it with gratitude. And, it, and like, no, because these things are not, shouldn't be that 
rare or unexpected. Maybe it's not fancy French toast all the time, but like, but participating in those, in those meal tasks and cleaning tasks and whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my husband sleeps till 11 a.m. Well, wake him the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know when my husband Help was see a doctor. Yeah. Like my husband does all the same things. He, my husband cooks dinner pretty much every night, like 98% of the time. Mm-hmm. He is a better cook than me, but like, I'm also quite capable, but he does it. He does it. Yeah. Um, he helps. He, cl- he does the dishes because I hate doing dishes. So he cooks dinner and he does the dishes. Same. I mean, I do other things. I do all the laundry. I'm the one cleaning the toilets, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We also hired a cleaner, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> But you're working full-time. He's working full-time. And it's also, you divvy up the tasks. Yes. In terms of what we like and what we're good at. Exactly. Yeah. He likes, he enjoys cooking. He cares about what we have for meals. I could care less. I will eat boiled eggs and toast every meal. <laughs> I just don't want to be hungry. That is my requirement. <laughs> That's it. I, I don't care. Whereas he does. And I'll cook, but I hate doing dishes and I will leave them to the next day. And that would drive him bananas. Same. So he does the dishes, but he'll also leave dishes on the counter throughout the day until the evening. Whereas I will load them immediately into the dishwasher. Like there's just different, different priorities, different things. And like, I won't let the bathroom get dirty. Yes. I like a sparkly clean toilet, you yes. know? We have different tolerance levels for things around the house and that's fine. And I think that's one of the big issues is that people expect that their partner is going to have the same uh, tolerance level for a dirty toilet or changing the bedding or, you know, but we're totally different. So I take care of the things that I care about mostly and he takes care of things that he cares about and we share some things that neither of us like to do. Like for example... I don't like going to get Milo out of his crib, even though I really very much enjoy like the cuteness of him waking up and stuff in the morning. Like I said before, I'm just not, I need 20 minutes to like really wake up. And often we go get Milo within that stretch of 20 minutes that I'm trying to like uh, turn into a human. Yeah. Yeah. So my husband goes and gets him because I had that conversation with him. I was like, you know what? Something I really don't enjoy doing is going to get Milo in the mornings because I'm half asleep. Like my arms are barely working and I have to carry him downstairs. So my you husband does so it. Frail. <laughs> my wrists hurt real bad. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, it's just communicating things like this. And it's true. It's partly why like, I don't like doing the dishes, but it also hurts my lower back. Yeah. And so my husband there does it, but there's yeah. a ton of other things I do, you know, it's not, a, and it's not a competition. And sometimes in your life, one will do more than the other. And that's okay too. Yep. Yeah. We both have partners who share the care tasks around the house and the child rearing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But my husband looks to me for like how to discipline and how to respond when there's tantrum or what activities to do and that kind of thing. So it's like, I'm the cruise activity director and he follows the guidelines Mm -hmm. and that and that works fine in our house too exactly our house is flipped in that for example yesterday I mean it didn't turn out this way but Pri was going to stay home and cook dinner while I brought Milo to the park and to play outside 
in most households, traditionally speaking, the woman would be inside cooking and Mm -hmm. the father or the husband would take the kid outside and play outside. And that's just not, I'm better at going outside, playing outside. Pre does not want to do that. (laughs) He's better at cooking. So it just works out that way. I mean, like there's no rules. Do what you want. Just like, exactly. Don't get mad at someone else on TikTok because that's not your life. I know. And <laughs> uh, and it's it's so interesting because last week I recorded with a psychologist about resentment in relationships, especially after having kids uh, and like how that builds. And one of the number one things to prevent resentment from taking over a relationship and ruining a relationship is communicating your needs. So here mm-hmm. I am like, you know, I'm doing so good. I reacted poorly initially, but then I caught myself and explain we all do we all react poorly occasionally and then i put it up on tiktok like oh this is such good advice look at me and then people are like you need to get your priorities straight your plans can wait and i was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so you can't win but you need to just laugh about it i wanted to read this comment from instagram so this was uh in response to the some of the comments that i got on tiktok So it says, this drives me nuts. My husband is a great father and partner, but that doesn't mean I need to put him on a pedestal. He's a dad, just like I'm a mom. There are no gender roles. We both contribute where we fit. And I'm sorry, allowing your husband to not do things, or as she said, sleep until 11, that's your own damn fault for settling. My husband made a comment once when referencing some of my friend's partners. He said, you're lucky. Honestly, I shot that down. He's just a fucking, he's just as fucking lucky. And because my husband cooks and cleans the dishes, that doesn't mean I owe him anything extra. That just means he's contributing as he should be. Simple as that. Yeah, you're not lucky for not having a piece of shit. And it's also what you allow, like a relationship is a two-way thing, right? Like it wasn't luck. You chose a partner who is going to help meet your, meet your needs your, yes. and your expectations. Yes. And who you can lean on and who can lean on you when they need to. Yeah. It's a two-way street. Totally. So anyways, this, that was my rant. So thanks. It is a good topic. It's yeah. always interesting to me to see like what things are so triggering to other people. Yep. Yes. Um, for me, like I post a lot about like body image and fat phobia and stuff like that. And certainly there's all kinds of triggers there for a lot of people. But when it comes to relationships and gender roles and parenting, like, holy geez, it's such a hot topic, which is so interesting because within our circle, it's very much a live and let live and do what works for you and people with supportive partners of any gender. It doesn't matter yeah, <laughs> what gender you're married to. Like, this is a partnership. Like, it's so, so interesting to me to see people get mad at someone because they have a partner who is partnering. <laughs> who, who wanted to make French toast, but yeah. I, I wanted to pop plants. That's the, that's the best part of this is... You both wanted to do productive things. Yeah. And the TikTok is about making French toast and potting some plants that had bugs on them. And it turns into this, like, you know, huge debate with people up in arms that my priorities aren't right and I'm always the most mundane topics that seem to like really stir up the the beehive yeah oh boy oh boy it's entertaining 
All right. Thanks for good content. Yeah. Thanks for, (laughs) thanks for chatting. And, uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you in 30 seconds. Yeah. Nice lunch hour chat. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship topics. Yeah, like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.